Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Speak As Your Move. This is Joshua Jernigan, a.k.a. Journey, a.k.a. Call Me Anything You Want Except Late for Dinner. Here with you live with my fellow co-host, Derek Roebuck. That's me. And glad to be here. Patrick Collins. Good evening, everyone. Glad to be here. And Matt Collins. Good to see y'all, and good evening. Yeah, that's half a mic chat to make sure everybody's going and yeah, ready to go. We're a group soon. of fathers, yes, friends and followers of Christ, hoping to bring you uplifting fellowship and real-life conversation that glorifies our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This week, we have top topics of long distance. Now, this is going to be broken into two sections, um, long distance and the fact that some people try to have that relationship with God and long distance relationship with another human being. Um, other than that, neither you nor uh, us know where this is going to go. So let's get started and speak as you're moved. Derek, will you lead us off with a word of prayer? Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to get on here, Lord, and talk amongst ourselves, Lord, and hopefully something that we say can spur some thoughts and somebody who's listening Lord maybe hope we can we can maybe bring a little bit of glorification to you and to your name Lord you've done so much for us and we just want to do what we can uh, um, to, to try to spread your word and your gospel and just pray that you would be with this this uh, show tonight Lord be with the words that are said um, pray that it would touch somebody and this guy guard direct us that will be done amen amen thank you Derek appreciate it um as always, we're going to start off with a little bit of an icebreaker question, um, and this has got two parts as well. It's about food. Um, I love Ooh. thinking about food a lot. Um, <laughs> on this food icebreaker, we we uh, for you for you for those of you in Radio Land that do not know, um, we had a revival, our camp meeting that got postponed this year due to coronavirus, of course. Um, it is a lot of interaction, a lot of crowds, a lot of things that they do not recommend for coronavirus right now. Um, <clears throat> but with that, uh, we have a cafeteria um, that we run. We alternate it between different congregations to, to run the cafeteria that day. Um, and at night, um, they serve, sometimes they have a special, but they also have steak, chicken. And then over on the left side, they kind of have a fast food lane that serves like you know, different little fast Goods. food stuff. And they have school, school pizza. pizza. Derek, what do we mean by school pizza? And going first to you, steak, chicken, <laughs> or school pizza. Okay. Uh, that'll be uh, school pizza all the time. School pizza. We've got to vote for school pizza right off the ground. What is school shape. pizza? It's the uh -huh. rectangular shaped uh, cardboard like pizza that you get from school. Uh -huh. Kind of a kind of a cakey, little... cakey crust a little bit. Yeah, and it has uh, minimal sauce and it has a yeah. usually a burnt cheese on top and the pepperonis are about little square you know, pepperonis. Like, little, little little tiny little like, bitty dices. Cubes. Yeah. Yeah, they just they do it for me. Not sure. You know, I love it. <laughs> it's good. That is good. <laughs> Have you ever burnt the roof of your tongue trying to bite in one of those? I mean those from your mouth? Wow. Yes. I've done that. Yeah, that's <laughs> if it isn't sitting out there. If you have altar services all the time, then sometimes it's been sitting out there long enough to where it's kind of cold. Still great. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that's kind of your go-to. Um, what about you, Patrick? I'm going with steak. Uh, um, ooh, I love nice. a good steak. So, yes. 
Yeah, I mean, means now, especially if dad's buying. Dad's buying them for sure. That's not. Uh, even let's charge this to Johnny Collins, please. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to need another Johnny Collins account. So, uh, don't you have like, yeah, Johnny Collins? <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Yeah, big Johnny's got it. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, um, yeah Jeanette, did, did so, we really eat steak every night? Because somehow we run the 15 <laughs> steak. Four hundred dollars. Yep. Um, I, yeah. So I'm with you. I can't wait till Beck is old enough, and I can be like, just run up there and tell him to charge Johnny Collins. Um, okay. So, yes. But uh, towards the end of the week, though, or like you said, if we get a long altar service, um, I mean, pretty mm-hmm. much. Pretty much know that the school pizza is coming. Um, cause I yeah, check it's going to be going by I usually, Well, and just like I check my bill and I'm just like, you know, Thursday, I'm like, you know, come back to Lauren. I'm like, OK, yeah. strategy <laughs> meeting here. <laughs> so so you're not the ones that kind of like um, forced an act socialism where they just like don't look at their bill. And then they we send out the bills and they still don't look at the bill. And then it's just like the church who just take care of them. You're not one of those. It's like no, that one no, baffles me. I, that one baffles me. I'm like, you wouldn't go to Olive Garden and just decide not to pay. You go to the yeah, church. So, somebody's paying <laughs> yeah. that bill. Yeah, we can do a whole like you go to the economic ten percent. Like the ten percent thing isn't supposed to be like take or give. It's supposed to be give at least, not not the other way. Like he's like, well, you know, somebody else. Josh, can, I thought the I thought anyway. the one percent was going to take care of it, buddy. I mean, exactly. they got plenty exactly. of money. They, I mean, you know? it, it, Paul does talk about <laughs> taking care of the ones that, I mean, I don't know that Paul was like referencing some people that get two steaks in one night and you know they don't pay their oh, bill. Will get you I, I don't. I, <laughs> get <to pay. laughs> I'm like, you, you, yeah, I, it just kind of baffles me. Like you haven't paid your bill in two years, but you're getting two steaks tonight. Ah, but anyway, so nope, we show quick, them love though, and comments. Um, I will you, tell you a real quick bill. story though. So we uh, yeah. talking about paying your bill. So yeah, we typically try to bring a budget. You know, we do the envelope thing, try to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. But one year, um, we had a visitor come with us actually, and we didn't even think about it. And so Lauren was like, "What are we gonna do?" And I was like, "Ah, we'll get it. You know, we'll pay it back. It's not yeah. a deal." Um, worry about it later yeah yeah so so because i wanted i wanted to have a great time and yada, yada yada anyway i didn't mean to drag this out so but long story short we got to the end of end of the week and we go to settle up like we always do Ooh. and um right before and by the way the bill was like 200 dollars over um like right before i got there somebody stopped me and said i'm not gonna say who but they said listen i feel like i need to give you this money and and gave me and I opened the envelope and it was the exact amount that That's she crazy. had she had spent that camp meeting and That's so it, that was a really cool like God moment I was like That's this is real awesome. cool that so is really just cool want to share that That's cool no and 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 it's the cool thing about us being down there too I mean it gets taken care of you, you don't want to see anybody abuse it but it gets taken care of um, yeah and for uh, sure. that was that was always the joke there was um. An, an older gentleman, um, Bob Collier, that was a uh, they lived in Augusta, and everybody kind of made the joke. There was so many people that charged on his account, like his kids, his grandkids, everybody, to where everybody <laughs> just made a joke, like uh, uh, Bob Collier, please, Bob Collier, please. <laughs> it was like, Are you sure? But he didn't care, you know. But I, I would hate to have seen his bill. Uh, so yeah, we actually no, joked no, about no. that last week. I, I ate, um, played golf, and, and ate with his son, uh, Rob Collier, that we happened upon. Um, down at Rosemary 
beach and um he uh we actually joked about that about how for like years everybody would just act like they're charging to the dad his dad's account even if they had no reason to whatsoever but uh so matt <laughs> steak chicken school pizza oh man um steak. I'm not big on school pizza, so I mean, I'm gonna. I, I'm, I usually get chicken fingers. From, chicken fingers, so I get some cheaper. Chicken fingers. But, wow. But it's, it up. I know it's not an option, so I guess I'm gonna say. Would it be different if somebody else was paying? Yeah, steak all the way. All the way. <laughs> but I, no, I take that back. I, I'm not even much on the steak because a lot of the steaks. Okay. I mean, I, it's got to be who's cooking too. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Petrucci. Or and, like, and, yeah, see. And the other thing we, we kind of switched over to, yeah. to doing all the steaks and trying to get ahead of them because runners on steaks gets old and people like their food right then, but they also like it piping hot and they like the temperature to be perfect. And a lot of times I just kind of like, guys, if you want all this, Longhorn is 18 minutes away and they'll take a party at two. Like you guys are okay. This is like, a and, and preaching still going on. I know we're serving in the cafeteria, but preaching's still going on. Like I have. I, I have some anger problems sometimes with that stuff. I feel like sorry, Josh guys. has a lot of pent-up animosity <laughs> yeah. about the cafeteria. Right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, guys, you're bringing back your steak because it isn't the exact temperature. Like, but Josh, needs, I mean, we're going to take it out of the pay? Like, what are we going to do? Josh, it's, it's, we're volunteers. They, yeah. That steak is $8. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And you I, know what? I'm not, it's a church still $8 away. The church still loses money on it. So, I mean, if you got to make an $8 $4. donation to smile it's, and nod, well, I mean, it'll be okay. Man. I mean, Look, that, if that, I that gets for me. steak, it better be right on the money. Yeah, if you're paying eight dollars for the church, hit him with the if meat make my brother to offense. <laughs> I know. You, I mean, if if it costs eight dollars, you should be willing to pay thirty dollars for the steak. I mean, like it's the church. It, you're getting volunteers. You're switching the people church. in and out. I mean, <sighs> but I will say, dollars steak. Okay. I will say, if you if you get the chicken or the school pizza, it's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I think I love that joke. Like that is part of the fun about serving the cafeteria. Like, what are you getting? Oh, you're getting a special? Ooh, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. <laughs> Every time. I think with uh, with my thing is the specials. So mm -hmm. if to answer your question, like I was saying before, tell us about the specials, Matt. Some people don't know about the specials. So, so every night, tell about each, each congregation. In our crowds, different. So, like Raleigh has a night, Columbia, y'all guys, Patrick, and, and then Georgia, Albany, whatever, have a, a congregation, blah, have a night, a day to serve, yeah, um, to work together, and to build team building. That's right, and volunteer yes. your time, and and to that each night, each crowd takes like a um, a special, whether it be like a a seafood dinner, um, I don't know, like barbecue, whatever it may be. So basically, my decisions are based off of when there's shrimp I'm eating, a special, and I'm bypassing steak because I'm not that steaks aren't always that. Yeah, I'd it's rather spend, yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather spend money on the, on seafood, and then on, on it's not those nights. I'm not a big school fan, but to answer your question, I'll, you know, I guess I'll pick steak over school pizza. But I usually, if I'm going cheaper option, I'll I'll do uh, <laughs> I'll do chicken fingers. And here here's my request. I have one request. This is what I've been saying for years. I say years. There's too many years. shrimps, right? No, no, not even the oh. food situation. It's the oh. people. So there needs to be. If uh, if your father-in-law is listening, Josh, or you can relay to him, <laughs> I know he's in charge. That might be right why you have so much passion. But nonetheless, the uh, there needs to be a ten percent rule, maybe fifteen. So if there's a long, cause so now we, we have church starts at seven 30 everybody that's listening 
And if we have altar service, the people are going to the altar. Usually cafeteria closes around 9.30ish. Well, mm -hmm. altar service goes past that. So mm -hmm. I, I want to implement like the 10 or 15% rule where 15 or 10% of the food for the faithful church members, the good stuff, stays in the back. And the people that mm. decide to leave early, they get cut off at like 85% of the food. <laughs> Just cut them off like guys. No, this is no you, can and, go, and, you, and can I, give, you can be reverted to school pizza. You can be reverted I, to I, chicken I, fingers, a salad. But I, I love it. The, the only only caveat, only problem with that sometimes would be because sometimes I've had we've had service right. I mean, till like late, yeah. right? And you can't keep your kitchen staff there that late and expect you know you know to show back up the next morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, there there is a limit to where they do have to start cleaning up. That's true. And I mean, I guess they could put it in a warmer for you, but then again, they might if could. it's the fried shrimp, well, if it's the fried shrimp night though. You're not gonna love fried shrimp in a warmer that's been there for an hour and a half. All so right. I mean, it, but, but I get what you're saying. Like I mean, if if you're about to close up and you're about 30 minutes and they run out of steak, it's really frustrating for the people that that choose to worship and that causes them to have to go into Warner Robins or somewhere else to get supper because it's you know you gotta try to hit up the Waffle House or something that's open still. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you. But but um, it is what it um, is. It is what it is. Hey, while a little bit more rele relevant to everybody across the board, not just those that go to our church, um, favorite childhood snack, real quick. I loved Gushers, okay? Mm. Like, oh, I never got them. Gushers. They were the little packs. Oh, dude. I love and, that. like, mm. mom never really bought them much, but, like, every once in a while, like, she would get one or something, and it'd be in my lunch. And, wow. I mean, Fruit by the Foot was good. And I would love that, but I had that more often than the Gushers. The Gushers, like, I would eat it so fast, it made me sad. Like, I'd put, like, two underneath my tongue to kind of let them, like, mm -hmm. chill out. Hey, man. <laughs> and then, like, you finally get that gush and the, ugh. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> really? You know, gonna be, that's, that's yours? Yeah, oh, yeah. Gushers, fruit by the foot, or combos. Now, combos, mm. pretzel combos. and cheddar was a staple <laughs> at the Collins household. I don't know I where she got it. She would get, she would get I, truckloads I, of them. Sam's Sweet mom tea and combos. Mom was at Sam's, and we were getting yeah. a big old box of combos. Yeah, I would eat the hound out of some, out of some combos. And then, yeah. fruit by the foot, but you never ate it by the foot. You just balled it up and then put it in your mm -hmm. mouth like a big old mm -hmm. wad. And that was how I like to eat it. And then gushers, those were, that was the goat, you know. I always try to just, bite the little square part off of them. Yes, the have like a end. little hole, and then yeah, and then squeeze yes. it out. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Yes. Matt, man, childhood um, snack. Matt, I know I'm here. I'm thinking. Oh, gushers, thinking? Yeah, gushers were pretty solid. Um, what did we have? Man, I, I can jump in, man. Yeah, yeah you, you jump do. in. Yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking what was in that. So case. I I was talking about this with Lauren and and. Um, and I was like, I'm going to say cookies. And she's like, well, you can't really say cookies because, like, everybody used to, you know, it's like, so you got to have a snack snack. And I was like, okay. So if I go snack, I got to say Dunkaroos. Ooh. I don't know if y'all remember. I was thinking the little, the cheese crackers or the cheese, like, um, sticks. Like, not cheese sticks, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, the little white, like, the, yeah. I guess they're uh -huh. cracker sticks. And you dip them in the little plastic thing and you always run out of cheese. So you try to allot the cheese yeah. to the crackers. But oh, yeah. Dunkaroos. Okay. I don't know that I've like ever had them at once. So we, literally, life. we were like, I don't know. We just seem to be the only household in America, I think, who had Dunkaroos. Because all my school friends were like, 
yo, you got them Dungaroos. And then I maybe that's why I didn't have any because y'all capitalized on the market and just like, <laughs> yeah, just we pretty much we have stacked for days. But I knew it at lunchtime I could get, I could trade whatever I wanted because I was rolling in with some Dungaroos and it was you a had guarantee. A hot commodity. I absolutely did. And everybody loved them. And what was interesting about the Dunkaroo is no matter who you are or where you come from, you always ration that icing. So you can oh, get yeah, that big dip at the end. You can, you Everybody does. <coughs> so that's me. I'm you, not you, might, you might have to lick it out at the end. So. That's fine, too. Yep. I did that with the cheese ones. Matt, you got to figure it out? Yeah, kind of. I'm was. i more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. But if I was a snack, I would say gummy meat bears, maybe. Gummy bears. Like, like you're coming in from playing ball. You've cooled down enough. You're going to go get meat and potatoes? Like what? No, like like I eat, I eat dinner and I don't usually snack. Imagine that. Um, but I mean, I, I did gain weight, so I don't know what I like. So, so like, what if you're riding a car road trip, you're not eating any snacks, gummy bears, gummy bears, okay, gummy Gummy bears bears. or slim jims. Um, I mean, (laughs) or both at the same time. I I mean, the other one I'd say is Reese's Pieces. That's what I'm gonna say. I do like Reese's Pieces. I I, I could get down to Reese's Pieces, still do. I like to let them melt into my tongue as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the delayed satisfaction thing or what, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of those too. I would just eat two helpings of the meal and then just mm-hmm. digress. And Patrick would eat a piece of a hamburger and then eat cookies. That's kind of how we oh, operate yeah. it. Eat cookies all this the time. This is true. Eat <laughs> cookies. I like it. Uh, me. Except at feast meeting. Didn't you always have those ones with the kisses in them? The cookies mm. with the kiss? Like, mm. Those were good, oh, too. Yes. Those, would, those would go Friday night. Like, we have, you know, church services Saturday morning, Saturday night. We'd hang out there all weekend and all that kind of stuff. But I just remember Friday night, like, you would have to get them then or you're not getting them. So, you might as well just eat your fill on Friday night because they yes. last them through the week. Peanut butter cookies with the Reese kiss right in the middle. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Yes. Stuff. Those are so delicious. Good all right, guys. Time. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just kind of hungry now thinking about it. And I had a good supper. <laughs> um, so we had to like a peach chicken in a crock pot. It was, it was interesting. Like shredded chicken put on Hawaiian rolls. Anyway, um, so let's talk about first. And, and, and it was actually mentioned from a listener um, kind of touching on long distance relationships. But on the same front, before we go there, um, I have a few questions for you guys on that. Let's start off with relationship because I've noticed – even though you're you're hoping that people's having alone time, being able to slow down in their life with this, I mean, and you can count that as a big blessing of this um, this COVID stuff. I mean, this you, you have to slow down. You know, I had a coworker tell me that you know you got to slow down. You don't want to wake up and be going da da da. I said, well, funny you should mention it. Like for the first time forever, I've been staying home like weekend after weekend. I mean, we've been spending a lot of family time together and not not filling up with much activity. But at the same time, um, our relationship with God, there was there's really no excuses at this point, you know, about yeah. reading our Bible, mm-hmm. about having because some people are still trying to maintain a long distance relationship with God. And there's no need for it because you can have a close relationship with God. So I wanted to ask you guys on this subject, what do you do to maintain your relationship with God? Like, what is your day to day? Like, walk me through I mean, and, and, and yeah, we can we can go big, um, macro or micro as much as possible, whichever way you want to take it. But I want to kind of know your habits that you develop, the successful ones, the what you found is not successful, 
and and kind of go from that. Um, I'm going to hit Patrick first on your your walk, your, your relationship with God. Like, how do you keep it from being a long distance relationship and trying to make that work? Because that doesn't work. Uh, that's not what he wants. Um, so what, wait, like, waking up, they walk me through a day with Patrick and God. <laughs> well, um, well, obviously, and this is just mainly for those who maybe be tuned in or like mentioned before, don't attend our church regularly and don't hear the gospel we preach regularly. The first thing is that you have to start the relationship, you know, which would be Amen. you repent of your sins and you recognize that you are, well, you recognize that you're a sinner and you repent. You're called of God. You're convicted of God. And then when you repent, he forgives. And then you invite him in to your life and the, and the Holy Spirit comes in and sanctifies your heart. And that that purifies your heart. And, and, and that's when the relationship really begins. I liken yeah. it to a marriage. Yeah. Repentance is like you're the bride, you're putting on the gown. And then sanctification is you're being wed to the husband, the groom, which is Jesus Christ. So that's when the marriage begins. For me, uh, the day-to-day, so I was sanctified when I was 12 years old, and it's just been a learning process through all that. And what I've found over the years is I do best spiritually with my relationship when I keep my devotion time. Um, and that's your mind me, right. Like- yeah, I mean, that that is like, that is, I've got to have that. And so for me, that looks like I like, I endeavor, get up early in the morning, you know, and it's typically make the coffee. And I usually kneel down and say the first prayer, just nothing real long, just thanking God for the day. And then once the coffee's ready, you know, then crack open the Bible. I've never been a topic study guy. I know some people are. I like to just read the word. I'll, I just pick a book and go. And then if something, if I get, you know, if I follow some rabbit trails, that's fine. But, um, and then I just read. And then sometimes I'll get up and walk around a little bit. And then if I feel like it, kneel down and pray or go back to reading. And But then always I like to close it with reading. And then sometimes I'll write. Um, but for the most part, that's pretty much the the devotion time. And that usually is, I don't know, somewhere between hour and a half to two hours. And try to keep that hour no matter what. Um, but And then at night also always pray, read, and go to bed. So Because once that day starts, it is so hard for me. I've heard people say I like to read at night. But once that day starts, my brain just, it's, it's a whole Still different. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's key. Um, obviously, going to church is really good, um, but keeping that devotion time, and then um, and then just trying to uh, trying to be conscious of, and this is something I've been doing lately, trying to be conscious of opportunities to share the gospel with people. And if I'd say anything, mm-hmm. I wish I was much much better. And it's not better is the wrong word, but you guys know what I mean. I wish. I wish that I was bolder. Um, I hear about, I read a lot about people who are so bold and they just have this ability. And there's some guys and girls in our church, I can call their names when I'm not going to, and they have this amazing ability to just be a help or or, or witness or talk to people and, and counsel people, what have you. And they're always sharing the gospel and it seems so effortless. And, and I just, I covet that so much. Um, So, but that's, um, that's, I guess that's a little bit about 
and it's yeah. more it's a lot more God than it is me. I mean, I'm I, I I don't keep up with it like I should all the time, but He has so much grace and mercy, and you know, just try to just try to be there as much as I can. To to that point, I mean, like God, Jesus requires us to have communion with Him. Okay, um, a lot of churches uh, and 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 ours. A lot of churches do a physical communion as, as a symbolic communion that he has. But, but we believe that, that Christ just has come and come into our hearts. And, and a lot of people believe that, that he, he comes into your heart. But whenever that happens, you have a daily communion. But with that, mm-hmm. you ha- your mind has to be there. Like it doesn't just happen. Um, you know, you don't, you don't just automatically talk to him. You don't automatically do this without some conscious effort, you know, because the devil's there trying to keep you distracted trying to keep you from doing those things and and so it, it can you can you can easily get kind of called up as you're talking about through the day um i I've, I've fallen victim into that just getting caught up with get so busy and worried about things you know i've got people calling me starting at like you know 650 whenever the guys don't show up and then it just keeps on going you know <laughs> and, and you keep your mind going and and, and it's all for for good but it, it cuts down on the communion and and then that that keeps your mind from being exactly where God wants it because, you know, you're not having that close relationship. Um, Derek, would, would walk me through a, a, a day in the a relationship uh, with, with you and God. Well, I, um, I, I get up in the morning. I'm, I need to be more diligent about the morning. Um, I think I would do better. Um, I would like to, to read more in the morning, but yeah, um, I've got three kids and they like to wake up early. <laughs> Speaking of what I'm literally, yes, they do. Right yes, they do. Bed, but um, so that he's that still up. My, 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 I know where wow. he's supposed to be asleep. Go back in bed. Where um, where's his parents? So, wow, I don't know. Really <laughs> they had um, <laughs> I my mornings get chaotic pretty quickly. Um, but that our time is usually at night. Um, and mm-hmm. after the kids go to bed, I think that's probably a, a very popular time for for mother and father because it's everything kind of dies down. But I found early in my life that I I always prayed, but I never I I never really well I never got down on my knees every night. Um, it was more or less uh you know I would and I prayed throughout the day and um you know driving and doing whatever, but I never really gave it the reverence that it deserved. Um, and mm-hmm. I found that later in my life, hopefully you weren't closing your eyes, riding, right? I mean, like you <laughs> kind of occasionally. Look, I'm praying. What's, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, is God going to make me have a wreck because I was Jesus, praying? take the wheel, no. <laughs> take the wheel. Yeah, I take that literally. Um, no, but I got to where I I started. I said, you know, this was, and and it was, I don't know about convicting necessarily, but it was something that I felt like like the Lord deserves. If nothing else, if the, if I don't give Him anything else, at least. This is what I can do, you know. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I, I take time and I, I kneel down and I, I do some praying. Um, yeah. and it was it's good for the kids to see that. And, yes. and yeah, if, and, if they do, um, if they do. And I, that's something that I remember my parents doing. I never really paid. Uh, I mean, I paid attention, obviously, but it was. I mean, I was raised in a household like that, so praying was something that that was that was always there. Um, but I, I know that you know as a younger before married and all that i would just kind of get in bed and say my prayers and like you like you do with your children and everything and mm-hmm. i don't know i just it was just more of a thing to check off the list and i got to where i was like no that ain't, that ain't the way it's supposed to be 
Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, at night, my, my praying and my reading is at night typically, but, um, and then throughout the day, sometimes I'll, if I, I, I do a lot of driving. Um, so I do a lot of praying and I'll listen to a lot of, like I have the app where you can listen to the Bible while you're driving. Um, mm-hmm. So I get a little bit of, a little bit of communion there, but I, I will say that whoever is listening out there, that, that that's something that that's, that's a advice for me to you is to, is to put your knees on the ground, wherever you're at, if it be your bed, if it be, you know, your living room, your kitchen, I don't know, but there's something about, it's a very humbling thing to be able to, yeah. to bow down. And, you know, it's, and I, I didn't ever know what to pray for. And so a lot of times I just, I would just sit there, you know, for, for a minute or two mm-hmm. and not say anything in my mind, you know, just kind of, and then it'll just organically come out. And that, that did me a lot of good. Um, I would, I would definitely, uh, I would, I would advise doing that in some form mm-hmm. of fashion. Yeah. How about Amen. you, man? Take, well, take me, take me through a, a day in the life of you and God. Got it. It's, uh, it's changed a little bit recently. Um, so I will say, I guess my Saturdays and Sundays, my weekends, um, I, I usually about 95% of the time dedicate it in the morning with a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, getting up and I'm right there with Derek. My kids are up, Essie's up at 7 a.m. And then, mm-hmm. and then Ezra's like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Cause he's still trying mm-hmm. to sleep through the night. He's three months old. And then if he does, mm-hmm. you know, he's back to sleep at like nine, but nonetheless. So I try to take that morning time before pre Ezra and on the weekend and I can read and Essie kind of do her thing. Um, and Anna, Nothing. But anyway, um, I, what I found a little bit too, because I'm with you, Josh, like on Mondays I go to the office and it's 7 a.m. And if I'm going to read, I got to get up about five, which is no excuse. I just found myself like a little more productive, like on a Monday kind of coming home and, and taking the time in the word. Um, but at, recently I've switched to, to more of a little bit of a through Tuesday through Friday, like a nighttime reader once the kids go to bed. And because um, I want to come home and, and spend time with them because I'm still not I'm still out and about this COVID thing and but and also right. what I did start doing which I kind of got away from and I've shifted it to to the time at home at night was reading in the truck at lunch so I mm. so I got you know I have a little pocket bible um and I keep it in my truck and you know I mean I, I dictate I guess kind of my lunch schedule more or less and um so I would just you know take take the you know, bless the food, say my prayer and, and read, um, kind of midweek. And, and I would pop that, you know, the Bible out. And that's the thing with me. I'm on the road too a lot guys, um, with my job. So like sometimes if I feel the unction, like, Hey, I want to pick up a piece yeah. of scripture. If I want to, mm-hmm. I want to pray for somebody. Um, you know, I want the song is blessing me in the truck, you know, cause I have a lot of window mm-hmm. time. I'll just take time to do that. Um, but I mean, I guess for, um, I feel like the biggest thing is just is to take time in the word and, but make sure it's sincere. Um, I right. think when I first got started and got sanctified, like, you know, I was, I was on fire. Reading to read. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to read, you know, I, I, this, this, and as, as my life sometimes, then I started kind of get, yeah, read to read type of thing. And there's no yeah. fruit in that as much. As, that's more of a long distance thing. Um, yeah. That's checking a box. It to, is. To say you're still in the relationship, but you're not committing the, the time and effort 
to make it a real relationship. So I figured yeah. just really kind of like, um, I mean, that's obviously God has spoke, spoken to me and worked with me throughout the years. But as you know, before the kids, it was in the morning. You right. know, I'd vary from morning, night, reading, praying. But now it's kind of, I, I, w- I will say, I'm kind of like with, with Patrick and Derek and, and you guys, I, I probably, you know, I need to, I think I would, I think a morning time is good. It talks about giving your first fruits. Um, but then there's mm-hmm. some people just can dive into the word in the evening time too. I mean, just right before, you know, I mean, I, I when it's quiet and it's alone, the kids are in bed, I can really, you know, I'm getting on a rabbit trail with the word and that's, you know, just feed me off of different things. Yes. That's yeah. nice that you don't have a, a deadline coming up at night. Um, I mean, that, that's what I kind of like about reading at night just cause you don't have, I mean, in the morning, like, I got a deadline coming up. Somebody's going to be calling me and interrupting this. Thing. I know it. Like, it's like I'm, the clock's ticking, you know, <laughs> like it, it's a little, it's going to like, all right, you know, am I going to, am I going to, okay, now, now, now he's called. Okay. Now, you know, but, um, and I will say this with my own, um, me, me kind of talking about it too. Um, my own trying to, to make sure that my relationship with God has not become long distance. I'm thankful. And this for anybody that has not, um, that God, you know, is working with them or God hasn't shown them or, you know, different walks are for different people. What I'm saying, I mean, like, I'm not saying that God's going to definitely show you a mate or anything like that, but I will say this and I give God the credit that my wife, she gets her Bible out and her other book and her study, this and her study that, I mean, she has it all spread out in the bed and it's too easy to get that kind of encouragement. Like, Hey, that's what we're doing. You know, like it's not, um, I don't have to go and be odd man out or anything like that. If, you know, if I was trying to have a closer relationship with God than my spouse, instead, you know, it's a, it's more of a team game, you know, like it's mm-hmm. encouragement and Lord help me to do the same, you know, and, 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 and reciprocate that, you know, me be the one with my Bible, I'll be, you know, because that will help you in your walk and in your marriage having that i mean that's a no-brainer for all of us but i mean just just being mindful of that when she has all her study things out and <laughs> it's really cool like you know she gets in depth she gets that honest i mean her father does the same thing that's why he makes a really good sunday school teacher is like he goes in depth you know i mean it, mm-hmm. there's nothing to say that you can't study the history that was happening at that time too because that puts things in perspective and you know the different invasions and the different this that you, you, you begin to see the the environment that those words were written in, you know, that Paul was living in, that, the, you know, the, the Rome is occupying. It, 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 all these different things add up to a um, to a, a more fuller understanding of the scripture and, and how God was working with his people then and how he can do it now. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. And that, that helps um, that helps me keep my relationship with God. Um, Scripture of the week. I want to tie this in and then go on to the long distance relationship. But um, scripture I came up with was um, the, the kind of went along with it in my mind was First Peter five, six and seven, um, and this this is calling on our relationship and how it, it forms it pretty pretty concisely um, with the two verses. Um, that's what I liked about it. But it, it said it says, "Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God." that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, those two are essential 
in your relationship with God. Verse six and verse seven. Verse six, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Uh, humility is huge. Like, that's why people with big egos have a hard time serving someone other than themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the devil will do that to, to anybody that has that kind of personality that's susceptible to it. You know, he'll try to, to, to play on their ego. I know he, he's tried it with me. And you, you have mm-hmm. to, and I go back to the scripture, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him in humility on your knees, just pouring it all out and, and wanting nothing but to serve him, that same state, you walk. Okay? So as you receive, walk, which is humility um, on yourselves. And then the, the seventh verse, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And I was when I when I looked up that verse, King, King James Version didn't come up first. It was some other one. And I mean, which okay but they changed instead of care anxiety okay mm-hmm. which you talk about anxiety for a peacetime country that we're in and a peacetime society and we have kids and my age and every you know that i mean we younger than me that didn't see 9 11 but everything that we've been pretty pretty blessed with peace okay mm-hmm. and Amen. and yeah Yet there's so much anxiety. You know, it's that like, I mean, people have a really hard time just making phone calls or doing this or doing that. There's there's a big, big problem with anxiety. And it's not due necessarily to situation. It's more of, of you know, just the environment, you know, it's just a high anxious environment. Um, mm-hmm. And if we are always casting our care upon him, then... You, that, that 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 walk is exactly um, is exactly what it's called um, to do. If you're casting your care, like people have trouble with anxiety, and I'm not saying that. I mean, like, and, and I and I really feel, and I have it have have it as well. I, a lot of people have it a lot worse than me. Some people have it not as bad as me. Um, but every time you do, cast your care upon Him, for He cares for you. If there's anything lacking that He's given me, He's promised He will He will provide. Um, so that, that's my thoughts on that. Um, with regard to the relationship with God, anybody else have any, any yeah. more insight on just one thing, Josh, I, I, t- I yeah. was talking about, um, the, I guess the, uh, book, I mean, uh, journal and I, I kind of dabbled in it, but haven't really, but one thing I found, I don't know if listeners are out there do this, but I've, I've gotten old books, new books that, you know, um, I guess jive with, with, you know, the, what the what I believe the Bible is teaching correctly, um, and those are very thought provoking. So sometimes, if like I'm, I don't know if people are reading scripture and they're trying to find something, I'll, I'll pop open like a old holiness book or this book or mm-hmm. that book, and and you can and I almost read along with scripture, and then it it starts to funnel me in through the Bible. Um, I don't know. I just found that I found that rather enjoyable. I, I'm not a big book reader. I know your wife is, Josh. Um, yeah, and, and a lot for, more than I. And, but I, but I've, but I've found joy and I've found, um, I've found myself fed in some of these, uh, some of these books. Not, I'm not, I'm not supplementing for the Bible by no means. No, no. I mean, and, that, and that's what I think I, I, there was, there was older generations a little bit scared that, you know, you, you get off base whenever you, yeah. you, you venture out from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that use them as, as substitutes, but more so, you know, there, there, there is a lot of history. I mean, the, the stuff adds up. 
you know, it, it's not a made up book. It adds up. And, and there was a lot of stuff going on at that time and kind of getting some insight on why people were doing what they were doing and, you know, why Paul would call out, you know, he, he didn't necessarily just call out all forms of slavery and servitude because that would have rocked the boat too much and it would have it would have squashed Christianity in general. But rather, he, you know, the, the preaching, the mentality and, and the the truth of treating every man um, as he would treat himself, et cetera, like it, that message would would be greater than any slavery, any servitude. But there's a reason why he didn't just keep on calling it out and, and bring a lot of heat from the Romans with regards to that, even though you can read kind of between the lines on what he was saying. And, and that is right. come that comes from supplemental history, um, not just, you know, yeah. and I'll even the word of God. Like Charles and John Wesley, their history books and different yeah. things like that. I mean, I've, I've almost ran out of books. And I got it, uh, but nonetheless, that it just it feeds me too. It's just another avenue to understand. You know, they take deep dives into questions. You know, that makes me think mm-hmm. too. So I don't know, it's just challenging. Yeah, it, it makes you makes you think. Makes you. And I mean, like, and I don't I don't see I see where that that helps. If you have a desire to to get a full. Um, understanding of what people were going through and stuff. I, I love that. You know, it kind of brings, um, it brings framing to the situations, um, which I like. Um, anyway, anybody else have that before we, we move on? So, if I'm not mistaken, all four of us are products of long distance relationships. Is that correct? It is. I think yeah, so. We, Amen. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we all four, just so y'all know, we all four, and, and we have a pretty close group, um, youth group, um, with regards to our churches. Um, we, we, that, is, um, that is fed by a network that has decided um, it'd be beneficial to have what we call feast meetings, which are um, set annual revivals at each location that are hosted by that location. It's like a weekend. Um, you have a Saturday morning um, youth service, a Saturday night service. And a Sunday morning service. Sometimes they have Friday night service so people can get into town. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Sunday morning service, and then that's it. But you have it, it's kind of it used to not be food after every single service, and it kind of morphed into that for a lot of, of a lot of our crowds. But with that, that becomes your friend group, okay, with regards to the church, um, which has been was really helpful for me, and I and I think the other three guys have stayed the same um, mm-hmm. to not get caught yes. up so much in a in a high school friend group because those are very diverse and they are not, uh, they, not that they don't, they are not designed to further your spiritual walk with God. I'll put it that way. Okay. Like, you're going to, you're going to meet good people in high school. I, I did. I had, had some good people I met good, um, church going people, but that, that was not the design of high school was, was for that, but it was the design of our, of our youth group and our church. And so, um, I'll start with me, um, a little personal, um, Coming up in five days um, will be 20 years that I've been either dating or, or awesome. married to my wife. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, it, it, and I give all credit to God to that. Okay. Um, went to him at an early age, realized, and I, you know, I started following him at um, age 11 and saw a lot of relationships starting to be. You know, the, the typical teenagers relationships and going all over the place and all that kind of stuff. Didn't want that. I'd rather be single than have all kind of emotional and relationship bag, baggage. 
Um, and I, I entered a lot of prayer and, um, and I credit God, um, for giving me my wife. And we, we dated through high school. She was in Columbia, South Carolina. I was in Wilmington, North Carolina. Then through college, she was at the university of South Carolina. I was at the university of North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then, uh, then, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That did help. We had a, we had a congregation in Raleigh. Um, so it, I basically just, I stayed going to our church and stayed three and a half hours from, from <laughs> Meredith. Um, <laughs> Whenever I went off to college, so didn't really change much with regards to that, except I had a little bit more ability, mobility to come visitor um, on the weekends. But um, with that, um, there are still, and, and I'm thankful for this. There's there's a lot of um, youth in our church that have um, long distance relationships. Okay, um, they are challenging. Okay, um, they they bring their own unique set of problems, um, logistics it, it being the number one. Um, I will say that our cell phone culture has made it a little easier. Like, yeah. I remember there was a, like, it's like $600 video phone that came out with like a couple of years into me, it, me dating Meredith. And I wanted it so bad, but I just, it just did not make sense. It was through the dial up. It was grainy as could be, but I could see her. <laughs> like, I, I was trying to save up for it. It didn't make sense that I, now, like, everybody's got FaceTime. Like, yeah. Caroline's got FaceTime, okay? Like, that's my three-year-old <laughs> daughter. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, you know, what would I would have given to that, you know? I mean, I had, a like, a $100 phone call bill one night. Um, oh, wow. Because, yeah, well, we had to do collect and stuff, and we were having a fight. It was it was an ordeal. Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, and so then you don't want to hang up. and like Got to do what you got to do. At, it was late at night, and you're on the home phone line, and you, like, you can't hang up and call because it's going to oh, rain. Get off the phone. You know? I mean, like, it was, it was, it was yeah. terrible. But, yeah, so that was, that was bad. And then, then that prompted me to get a, um, a job at Chick-fil-A. Because Suncom had the family plan, the first family plan that came out that didn't have long distance between the cell, the different phones. Because it went after nine o'clock, you could you could make certain calls, but the between the phones on a family plan, it was unlimited. And Suncom was in North and South Carolina, and so I got a job at Chick Fil A to get the Suncom plan, um, so America could have a phone, and I could have a phone, and we could talk. But I mean, like now, I mean, everybody's on Wi-Fi and has FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you guys are lucky, but. It does have its a lot of challenges, and I will say this: if it weren't for God, to to be being number one in our relationship, it would not have worked. Yeah. Guarantee it, that hands down, would not have worked. I mean, going through college, going through all kind of stuff, like not that I went through a bunch of stuff, but I mean, just just life changes, and 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 if you aren't assured that they have God number one in their life, and you have God number one in your life, there's going to be changes of priority. And changes of priority enter a lot of problems into a relationship, especially when it's long distance and you're not seeing each other every day. Um, other people are going to see each other every day, and that's going to bring, you know, another set of problems. So I, I, I'm, I'm very, very thankful that Derek, you had a pretty long distance relationship as well. So you tell me a little bit, Derek. Derek, Where did you go, buddy? Derek. Can you hear me now? We might have lost yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Welcome back. Oh, Welcome back. Derek was killing the kids to bed. Uh, <laughs> it, it draws you in closer, you know, so I can really let you have it. Um, yeah. you know, I, mean, we, uh, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> oh, Derek. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, my wife is from Columbia, South Carolina. Um, 
we started mm-hmm. dating when I was 17. Um, I think uh, I will preface this thing as Josh, I, um, I prayed a lot and I think you need to. Um, this is a very big decision for for people of that age and it's an easy one to um, to get impatient with. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I prayed for probably a year and a half or two years. Um, and anyway, when we were 17, we started dating and she has been my only girlfriend for my entire life. I never had another girlfriend before her and what? Um, have not had one after her, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> girlfriend gang. That's yeah, right. So I, uh, I lived in Alabama um, when we started dating. I lived in Alabama. And so I had a six hour drive from Alabama to Columbia, which I made pretty routinely. If I didn't go to see in her. In five hours. Yeah. Yeah, four and a half. But, um, <laughs> I would go see her a lot, or we would meet at, at um, you know, the various feast meetings, wherever they would be. But um, And then a few years in, I moved to Virginia, which is six hours north of, um, of Columbia. And so I had to commute six hours south now, back and forth. And uh, I think we dated for, I'm going to get it wrong, probably five years. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, a long time. We dated four or five years. Yeah. But um, the closest I ever lived to her was six hours. Um, I did a job in Santee, which is about an hour and a half away, for about three months. And that was the closest that I'd ever been. And I went and saw her every night after work. Um, but it does have its challenges, obviously. Uh, we did not have... The texting wasn't really prominent yeah. then. Um, Josh <laughs> did it, did the triple did, tap... Did, Josh was the fastest texture known to man. He could have a full-on conversation and and you think you're paying attention to you and be having a full-on conversation with the text. Actually, actually, a listener had just just, just reached out and said, Yeah, not even looking. No look texter. To this day, the only person that could text Meredith and carry on a conversation at the same time, and that was when you had to punch each button, the triple tap QWERTY. Remember the, I mean, yes. like that, T9. <laughs> you might have been. Your yeah. phone didn't even have, you had burnt the letters off your phone. Texting well, those are the old Nokia no- ones. Like, you could switch them out, but yeah, you, it, can, you know, fly on that yeah, thing, man. I was going to realize you were more just ahead of the times. Was, yeah. texting was the uh, email. We used to do the AOL. Oh, oh yeah. AIM, AOL, baby. Log, AIM, log, too, baby. Log in and ding, you've got mail. Put oh, it right. Yeah. Wait, you got to say today. Yeah. Then you could put up your away message, Derek, Master Skata, yeah. or whatever it was. But, <laughs> well, yeah, that was the times, man. I uh, had to commute. What? What a Master Skata, right? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Like that. Yeah, I, I wish I said that. Nine hundred, or I'm sorry, dude, Master I don't know how to Nine hundred. Yeah. Did you have a MySpace? <laughs> I never had any MySpace. Um, that's good stuff. Never had a Facebook or nothing, but no, it was uh, it was it was good. Um, it does have its challenges, like anything else. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the Lord brings it together. That uh, and you are both in the place in your um in your walk with God, and your relationships are good with Him. Then your relationships together will be good, and uh, you're not immune from from you know problems that other people face. But it's a lot easier to to deal with them when you have the Lord. God's at the helm. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And then we got married, and I was 21 ish. And uh, I don't know, been together ever since. Nice. Patrick, 
Tell me. So I, I can be real brief. Uh, <laughs> I live in Raleigh. Yep. Lauren lived in Albany. Folks, that is Georgia. nine hours away. Nine yes. hours. A ways, a ways away. I see her twice. Once to visit, and the second time with all my worldly possessions. Good. <laughs> <laughs> this man I knew what was up. <laughs> I went there one time, and on the way back, I was like, I ain't doing this again. Um, so, <laughs> we're going to have uh, to marry if this is going to keep on going. <laughs> yep, we're going to have to get married here. And to this day, I still feel like that. I, I, I tell people all the time at work. I've told my boss where I said, look, I didn't get married to sleep in separate beds. Um, <laughs> I, I like to be with my wife. And it's still that way. It's been seven years. And I can tell you, if any young people are out there listening, I would run from the way the world finds a mate as hard and as Amen. fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. With reckless abandon flee all worldly relationship advice and go to the word of God because he does all things well. Um, and right. it's been a good ride so far. And I believe it's going to be a great ride as we move forward. So that's me. Longest relationships. That, that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, he just like, all we're talking about like all this is back and forth and this, that, and the other. And, and me and Mary dated for 11 years and da, 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 and married for nine. He's like, I just pull the trigger. Let's do this. That's awesome. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's oh, yeah. it's timing too. I, I did. Yeah, I mean, we is. were we weren't. I we I wasn't in high school. I mean, I was. I'd graduated right. college, and she was. You know, so it, it's a timing thing too. You if know, you had I started dating 16, at thirteen and fourteen, yeah, you wouldn't have done that. Probably I mean, would have been yeah. a different story, you know. So, but God worked it. I mean, I was in my twenties, and it was like, look, when you know what you want, you know what you want. Um, you so it was. Why, why it wait was, around? There it went. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Awesome. So Matt, is are you the same? You visit Anna twice and move there, or didn't, what happened? Didn't, didn't do it. <laughs> no. So we. So I mean, the, I guess I will credit the the feast meetings that the revivals you talk about, Josh, because Anna lived. Yeah. So she was in um, near Atlanta, Georgia, in like mm-hmm. low, well Monroe, and mm-hmm. which is North Georgia. That's six hours away for me. So that was that was a hike. Um, and at the time, it was basically her. And her brother, and I don't know if Lauren had moved. I'm pretty sure she moved to Albany. Yeah, she already moved to Albany. So she had, I mean, she didn't really hang out with anybody but the church, you know, folks. So she, we would, we would meet, we all, we'd meet, um, you know, feast meet and hang out. But I would probably go there like every other weekend, like Friday after work, six hours till midnight, pop in and leave on Sunday. Um, and at the time, though, I mean, I was in, I was in college. And getting out right. of college, so like everything, the technology was advanced. Like they had the FaceTime. Um, we actually did snail mail for a little bit too. Um, oh yeah, the snail mail, Jay's, and that was pretty cool. I love it. Um, yeah, it was it was Good. you know handwritten, but nonetheless, I, I did that for a while. Another thing too is her dad was a little weary about her taking long car tri- trips. Um, and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe at some point this is going to give in, and he's going <laughs> to. So. That kind of put me down there, like on the road a lot, and then to kind of where we're at now, um, or yeah, tell we, tell me how you arrived, and that was one of the questions from a listener. Yeah. Like, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna circle back with with uh, both Derek and Patrick real quick after you is how did you determine where you were going to live? Y'all both having families in two, yeah. uh, you know, two states apart. Well, you know, what, mm-hmm. what, how did you pull that trigger? I would say um, it was it was Anna really. Um, so I was, 
at the time we were dating and obviously we um we were serious about marriage and, and we got engaged mm -hmm. i was currently living in greensboro working um for for my not my current company but the one before that um and then anna was in still in georgia and she was in school and she basically she and I, I will press it this like there was prayerful consideration when we entered into a dating phase and, and there was prayerful consideration yeah. um and god felt her god she felt god strongly leading her to to come towards come come to Ra well come to raleigh um yeah where i was at well i wasn't there at the time so she moved to raleigh um and that and i basically had an opportunity to go you know lead the sales organization there in raleigh it's not a small company i say like it's like a big group and so my boss was gracious enough for me to move back to raleigh and work so it, it was kind of like my job was there um right. and she was still in school and she was able to come to school come to school in raleigh so that all made yeah. sense and then but yeah. but god really kind of intervened in her life and brought her here which i graciously um you know it, 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 god's blessed us here um we, we've been involved in different things and the church has been well i know She'll probably say at some point we need to get back to Monroe. Um, yeah. But um, I understand that too. Back to the motherland. I, I do yes. think that we're both in the decision. We were, you know, just deciding on where God wanted us to be. And, and I think that's the mindset I've, I've had. And, and, you know, she has is this is a group, you know, let God mm -hmm. teach. I mean, he may tell us to pack up and, and, and open a church in Kansas. I don't know. I'm just, or, or live in, live in Raleigh for the rest of life or go to Monroe, blah, 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 whatever. But I think, um, just be receptive what the spirit of God has. And I tell you, it got old traveling down there like fast. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, it made it sweeter when we could, you know, get the short time, but it was, it was so much better like with Patrick just to be local and, um, and have her there if that answers your question yeah no, definitely patrick how'd y'all decide or, i mean i guess whenever you came back with all your worldly possessions that kind of solidified it right <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I, I i and you know i felt called to albany um i i and to this day i maintain that you know i felt i felt called to come and be a part of the ministry um, mm -hmm. and so it's, it's a really, I mean, that's, it's a long story, but I will say this, you know, Lauren and I were together, um, you know, we were talking for a while, praying for a while. And then when I knew that obviously then we were official, um, and then we were entering the, entering the courtship and, and I mean, I knew very early on that I was going to marry her. Um, right. and so I, I think she knew too, honestly, but, um, but in all that time, she never once solicited me to move here. She never once said, you know, this is a great town. This is a great place. You know, I'm not, or anything like I'm not leaving. I'm staying. It was never that. And, um, and I had been praying and I was like, I just knew this is where I was supposed to be. This is where I was supposed to, the crowd I was supposed to be in and where, where the ministry, I mean, God wanted me to be. Um, and as time has passed at the beginning, um, at least at the time, it seemed like such a big faith decision because Albany is like the fifth poorest city in the nation. Um, and I didn't have any experience. I didn't have any, I had very little, my, my academic pedigree was, was toilet paper thin. Um, and you know, I didn't, and 
and I didn't have a job lined up and I just, but God was like, you're going, this is what you're going to do. And the verse came to me, so shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And so, and I knew that when I loaded the car and cranked it up and left my parents' driveway, because I'd moved back from college and started headed south, I knew that, that basically it was an all in situation, but, but God had his hand on it. And again, I just, I want to say to people, you know, if you don't ever take a leap of faith, you never, you never get to feel God catch you. Um, if you always just try to play it safe and create safety nets and create, you know, boundaries for yourself, you'll, you'll never understand what it feels like to just let God just do what he does. And yeah. honestly, sometimes I look back on those times and I'm like, man, I wish I had that faith again. But, um, but it's been, a, it's just, that was me. I, I felt genuinely called yeah. to Albany and, and God, God manifested himself in many ways since and, and solidified that calling. So there was never a debate really about where we were going to live. That's, that's awesome. never came up. Awesome. Derek. Um, there was debate about where we were going to live. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't have that same testimony. That is awesome. That is <laughs> not. Now, I will say that, my upbringing, um, I lived a lot of places. I think mm. currently I live in Colombia. I think this is probably the ninth or tenth place I've lived in my life. Um, so I was accustomed to to moving. Um, when I was in Alabama, I think I lived there for seven years, maybe um, something like that. Mm. That's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in the same house that was. So, um, so I was, I was, I was a rambling man. I went, I went all over the place, you know, I got my license when I was 15 and I left every weekend, whether it was going to see her or going to see friends in Augusta or Atlanta or wherever mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I put the miles on the truck. So on the old um, S10, yeah, the S10, yeah, 80,000 miles in one and a half years, um, Good, I, I, I rolled it. So, um, you know, I was, it wasn't a big deal and I still maintain that, um, that opinion that it's not a big deal, um, to move. Um, for me, it's not now my wife was, um, born and raised pretty much the same area, um, of her life. And she was pretty adamant that she was not going to leave. Um, and but the Lord her. worked with her. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, I was, I remember, I remember exactly what happened. I remember being on the phone with her right before we got married. And, um, I guess it was before we got married, not right before, but, um, I remember us having this conversation and, and, and I was like, you know, it's not, it's not something that I want to convince you of, um, you know, and, and the Lord showed her and worked with her and, and, uh, and we moved to Virginia, but I remember reading the first chapter of Joshua, um, and, and, the, and basically saying, you know, I don't know what I want to do. Um, you know, I just kind of moved up there for the summer and ended up staying for a few years and, um, and had a job and she had a job back here that was obviously better and um she's um way smarter than i am and you know graduated college and all that and was basically it was not really a money decision it was just kind of a you know where are we going to live and the lord showed us that both me and her individually um that that was a place to move and um you know since then i i had the same the same uh, conversation with the lord and he showed me that this is where i needed to move and we moved back I don't know, 11, 12 years after we moved up there. No. 10, so 10 glad years. you did, man. Anyway, 
But yeah, I, I moved see back that and, guy. I got to see that guy yeah. yesterday. That was awesome. But I mean, it's it's. I don't I don't think that. And that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people are wired differently, but um, you know, it's not my identity. Um, it's not it's not something that that makes a, a that big of a deal to me. Um, I, I just want to do what the world wants me to do, and mm-hmm. um, if it's moving, and then I'll move. You know, I'm I'm just wired that way, though. I I, I could live somewhere different every ten years and be okay, but. Um, you know, it's it's basically more or less. Well, it's definitely more what the Lord wants me to do. I'll do it, and and yeah. He uh, mm-hmm. He showed me that I needed to change things, <clears throat> change things up, and and I'm glad that I did. Um, you know, but that's basically how we came about. And I remember laying on my brother's couch, having that phone call, um, and just and then hanging up the phone, opening the Bible, and saying, "All right, you know, what am I going to do? Show me what show me what to do." and and it fell open in the first chapter of Joshua, and y'all read it, and I'm not going to quote it, but um, y'all read it, and you'll you'll understand where it came from. And but uh, he, the Lord's blessed me. So, no Amen. reason to stop listening to him now. So if I read Joshua, Derek, will you move to Raleigh? Say what again? If I read Joshua, will you move up here? Yeah, come on, we get him every little while. No, no, listen, listen. I don't need it. We get him every ten years. That I call Derek in twenty thirty. All right. (laughs) I don't need it. Albany gets Derek in twenty thirty. Hey, I I love the kids. Put together a recruitment package, and I'm going to re-up our recruitment package. And <laughs> we're we'll an hour from the campground. There's your, okay. your recruitment uh, package. It's, it's like, I like the adventure. That's, yeah. That was one of my most, my, my favorite yeah. things, most favorite things. I'm I, I will say, um, I, I, I try to recruit hard <laughs> for you to come back. And, and it makes it easier that we are CSHC, Christ Sanctified Holy Church, most central. Okay? I'm just saying, I've done the math. We are in the middle <laughs> Half of you're, you guys you go through us to get to the other half of you guys. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just saying. You're stopping for Stopping to say, hey, that's little, right. We're a flyover state. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you guys are quick, we're running out of time. We are. We are. So right, I'm running out of time. I'll, I'll tell you real quick, um, and this goes back also to our listeners that have this um, this kind of question for us. Um, for me, it never – I grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina. I love Wilmington, North Carolina. I think Wilmington, North Carolina is a great city, and it's great food and great atmosphere, and I love uh, our church crowd there. I, I mean, it's just Amen. across the board. Like, I love that place. Um, but with regards to the relationship God put me in, that was not ever really an option for us um, to start out in. Like, I, it is, I mean, with regards to – her family dynamic and she did not i mean i i could have tried to push it you know but but with regards to how she really re, you know relies on her mother and father um you know and always had you know emotionally that kind of stuff to, to push her to, to try to get her away god put it on my heart don't 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 go there you know if if she wants to be that close to her family i'm more independent minded in general mm-hmm. um so um with that being said, I could handle it a whole lot easier to move. I just, I moved out, I moved away from, from uh, Wilmington to go to college. I move away um, to, to start a career. And it, and the Lord has blessed us tremendously for that. I'll give him the credit. It wasn't a, a, a fully economical decision or whatever. Um, it was just more like, this is what we're doing. I mean, it was, it was a whole lot. It, it wasn't a whole lot of back and forth on it because it's what made sense, you know, emotionally, in general, um, 
But anyway, oh, Derek, I did have a listener come in that said Wilmington, North Carolina is next for the Derek Roebuck. So they're putting their, their ring <laughs> in the hat for the uh, That's fine, package. but they don't get him until 2040 because we got him. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> 2040, goodness. <laughs> That's fine. They can have him, but every 10 years, sorry. You're going to have to 10 years. Well, again, we are out of time. We had a question to answer mailbag. We also had, I was going to ask y'all what was eating your lunch because right now, during COVID, a lot of people are annoying a lot of people. So I was just going to figure out what's annoying you. But we'll do that next week. Um, because <laughs> I have to have my dad joke section, okay? Yeah, you do. I mean, I just That's do. Right, now, buddy. this week, this week, um, the Amazon Prime pick of the week. And Meredith had sent this to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, the prize this week for our winner is a um, – Meredith sent me – she follows bloggers. That's the thing. Um, I'm looking into being one of those because, like, I guess they get paid to just tell people what they think is cool. Um, so that would be cool. But they have this resealer, a resealer, like a bag. It opens. It has a cutter. It opens your chips and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's a heat seals. Like you hold it for three seconds and then just roll it across it, seals it back up. I mean, like cereal, like all kind of things, like keeping it fresh. Mm. Now it doesn't vacuum seal it. Um, That'd be a pretty expensive prize. We're going to have to lead up to one of those. Those food savers are what's up. But this thing does reseal your chips. You don't have to get a little um, clip or anything like that. That just ends up being a mess. Um, this thing reseals it up. It's just a neat find. Um, so I'm going to send this out to our dad joke of the week. Now, I had we had a few submissions. Thank you so much for people submitting. Like, if nobody yes. submitted, I'd be really sad. Like, it really <laughs> would make me sad. I, I, I just, I would be like, nobody cares. I listened, and then plus I'd miss out on some good new material, which I will say I use this throughout the week as well. So we're going to start off with Anna from Wake Forest, North Carolina. If a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just submitted two, uh, which is fine. You know, you got more, the more the merrier. Um, my friend keeps saying, cheer up, man. It could be worse. You could be stuck underground in a hole full of water. I, I know he means well. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Heather from Hampstead, North Carolina, writes in, so I made fish tacos the other night, but they just swam right by them. Uh, fish taco? Okay, okay. All right. Ty from Chesapeake, Virginia, writes, why does a chicken coop have two doors? <coughs> Guys? Because if it had four, it'd be a chicken sedan. Uh, uh, Brady from uh, Brown. Uh, uh, sedan. That was that like one ranked number two tonight. Yes, that was awesome. This one ranked uh, like 2.5. Uh, Rainy from James Island, South Carolina. What do you call a cow that doesn't produce milk? An utter failure. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Carla from Porter's Neck, North Carolina. Um, so... Um, during COVID, did you you guys hear? I don't know if you follow internet. Oh no! Oh, Josh, you there? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, did sorry, you hear? We me? lost you there for a second. No, start over with the accent. Go for the accent. So, Carla from Porter's Neck writes, "Did you guys hear? I don't know if you follow international news. Did you guys hear about the cheese factory that exploded in France?" No? No? No. Debris no. no. was everywhere. 
Debris was everywhere. Debris. Uh, okay, okay. And the one last, that, that was my winner for tonight. She's getting the Amazon Prime Frick of the Week. Um, one more. Um, saw this on Facebook. Um, well, I guess it ah, is this a joke? I, well, a little bit of science for you guys. In the time of COVID, I'm learning a lot about science. Um, did you know that you know we're, we're studying COVID? COVID. Do you know ants? Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. You there, Josh? Yeah. Can go you ahead. Go? Finish up. Yeah. Okay. 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 He's back. Did you know ants never get sick? That's right. No diseases. It's because they have little antibodies. <laughs> now that is a dad joke, for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so, man. can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Still okay. good. Still good. Okay, I was breaking up a little bit. I was breaking up a little bit. So oh. Yeah, you're there. Okay. I was having a hard time. I don't know. I don't know if it's... Oh no. You there, Josh? Can you hear me now? Yes. Good. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Good. <laughs> All right. May have to wrap it up. Go ahead, Josh. You got me? Yeah, we got you now. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. We have a storm. There's stuff. So it's all good. So anyway, do you hear that you heard my punchline, right? We're all good. Yes. 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 Anybody's. Okay. Tell them about the assault. All right, good. Next next week we're giving away the assault rifle. Now you heard me right. It's not an assault rifle. It's the assault rifle okay yeah it is awesome. all right so um yeah buddy it is it's pretty cool if you follow it I had um i post a little video of, of william he gets really excited about it we go around the house and shoot any bugs that come in it uses a little bit of salt in a salt hopper uh-huh. and you, you 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 cock it like a gun and you aim it like a gun the little tab pops up for the sight take off the safety pop i mean flies anything and, and it the, the 2.0 has a lot less salt it needs to use, so you don't really have to clean up any salt either. It's just like a, a barely a little bit, and it blends into the carpet. I can tell you that much. It is amazing. Um, so we'll post some stuff about that, but get in your dad jokes to try to win that next week. Um, we would love to have all you guys. It is a um, fly-killing machine. It, it, <laughs> I, I, they have an outdoor one, too. I have, I have not tried the outdoor one. Um, it's green and it has even more salt, but I mean, it, it does, it, it gets you all jacked up. You feel like stealth and then, bah, and you can just <laughs> shoot it. I mean, it like, it is, if I get it out, like both kids get excited. Like we're going to go find a fly or something. Um, what, and everyone's man, probably so sneaking. Kill them. Like a I mean, yeah. laser pointer. It, it is, it is awesome. I love it. And our winner is going to love it. So bring your best a game material and win you an assault rifle. Okay. Where can they send it, Josh? A All right. rifle. Send your jokes, all your dad jokes. You can send them to us for a direct message on Instagram. If you follow us to speak as you're moved, you can send them to our email address at speakasyourmoved at gmail.com. Make sure you're spelling your correctly. This is speak as you are moved. Uh, Y-O-U-R-E. So speak as you're moved at gmail.com or on Facebook, speak as you're moved. Um, all three of those are easy way to get us. And next week at 8.30 p.m., you'll find out if you're the winner of an assault rival. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yep.
Asalt. Asalt. And don't get confused. We're not giving away anything that's going to be we're not, we're starting the gun debate. <laughs> shoot more than flies. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, you can shoot. I've shot Meredith with it a couple times, and she's angry looks. Um, I mean, like you, you aim for like the the leg or something like that, like. But um, it'll give you a little. It'll get your attention. I'll tell you that much. I shot myself with a fifty dollar fifty dollar value, guys. Yeah. So I mean, it's and you can get the regular table salt works the best. Like you don't have to get the special salt. They spell us. They sell a special salt online now. Um, but regular um table salt works great. So no, I I love the thing. You're gonna love the thing. So bring out your A game. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Speak as you're moved on Instagram or speak as you moved on Facebook. We're at all three. Um, but next next week, 8.30, join us again. I hope you enjoyed tonight. Uh, we've enjoyed this. I guarantee it. Um, and uh, I've enjoyed I enjoy I enjoy learning from all you guys, too. You know, so, so yep. keep all your, your your I mean, I, if you've got a icebreaker topic, if you've got a overall topic um, like, you know, that was a, a listener submitted topic there, long distance relationships um, and, and, and how to how to, to, to manage them, how to pick where you're going to live. And and, um, and it's something great. Topic. Very. Yeah, it was it was really good because it also pertained to all four of us. I, I did not realize that till I started down on the top. I'm like, wow, you know, none of us grew up in the same city with our uh, significant other. So but anyway, um, I do appreciate everybody tuning in. Tune in next week, 830. And we're going to dismiss as always with prayer. We ask Brother Matt if you would dismiss us with prayer. All right. Lord, we thank you so much for this time we've had to gather here tonight, Lord, in your name. Um, we thank you uh, for each and every one that has listened here tonight, Lord. We ask that, um, that as we go this way, Lord, and we leave our separate ways, Lord, you uh, be with us, Lord, and guide us and direct us, Lord. We thank you so much for your spirit that's been placed in our hearts, Lord, and um, and teaches us and guides us, Lord. And we, um, we pray that if there's anyone listening on this radio show tonight, Lord, that doesn't have a relationship with you, Lord, um, that they'll seek yes, you while there is opportunity, Lord. And if they have questions Amen. or if they if they have concerns or whatnot, Lord, that they can certainly reach out to us. And um, we can do our best to um, pull them to Christ, Lord, and pull them to the scriptures and the truth, Lord. Yes, Lord. We ask that you um, continue um, to guide us, um, direct our families, Lord. Um, let us be leaders in the home, Lord. And let us hold up the banner of holiness, Lord, in our everyday life, Lord. And it's you that's um, given us so much and blessed us with all we have, Lord. And we want to give you the glory. So, again, we ask you just go with us and guide us and keep us safe. Till next point in time, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Thanks. See y'all next week. See ya. All right. Love you guys. Peace. All right.